G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. As we do on a Monday, we like to check in with the Australian Christian Lobby. Wendy Francis is National Director of Politics for the ACL. Wendy's back with us. Wendy, a special welcome back to 2020. Thank you so much, Neil. It's really always good to talk to you. Well, uh, the engagement of Parliament, uh, you might say the battlefield, has begun for the year. But it's interesting, and we've got a wonderful tradition, Wendy. Uh, Both sides of the House uh, find themselves in church together on a day like this, and you were there in church too this morning. Yes, I was. Um, so it's an ecumenical service that they hold to they commemorate the commencement of the of each parliamentary year, and um, I think this is probably third or fourth one that I've been to. So uh, they they move them around. This morning's it was at St Paul's Anglican Church in in Monica. So um, yeah, it was it was good to be there, and it was good to see a good number of MPs come in, and of course our Prime Minister and opposition leader too, who took part in the service, which which was lovely. Typically, our leaders and the Prime Minister and the leader of the opposition, typically, as you say, when they take part in the service, uh, they read a Bible reading, those sorts of things. Was that the case this morning? That was the case. So the first Bible reading was read by the Governor-General. So David Hurley was there, the Honourable David Hurley, and that was great. He read from Proverbs. And um, and it was all about wisdom. It was Proverbs 8, does not wisdom call and does not understanding raise her voice. It was... It was a great way to start. Um, and then uh, the Prime Minister read from Psalm. Actually, he read from Psalm 24. Um, and that's the Psalm that says, The earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it. So um, that was a great, you know, to come from the Prime Minister to say, The earth is the Lord's. Um, and, and they, of course, it was verses 1 to 5, if people want to look it up. But um, it goes on to say, Those who have clean hands and a pure heart. Um, you know, it talks about who will ascend the hill of the Lord. So that was great. And then the um, opposition leader, Mr. Dunn, he read from the Beatitudes. So um, he read from Matthew 5, and it was um, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those who mourn, blessed are the meek. Uh, <laughs> and if people were listening, and those people sitting in those pews, many of them were people who have a fair bit of power, um, and we know that God raises up leaders, but the leaders he raises up, he still calls them for to be meek uh, and merciful, pure in heart. So those were the three readings, and they were read by those three men. So that, that, was, that was the best part of the service for me. In some sense, isn't it the case, depends on the heartbeat of the individual who hears these things being read. And uh, for some people... The reading of scripture may fall on deaf ears, or some think that this is sort of old hat and irrelevant. Uh, but there's a certain sense, isn't there, Wendy, that uh, when the scripture is being read, when our parliamentary leaders are meeting together and worshipping together in church, that says something pretty powerful. And it, in some sense, I think we hope it sets the tone. Uh, for the way our parliament conducts itself. But any thoughts here around the value of 
uh, both sides, mm. uh, you know, they're, they're in battle together mm. in the parliament, but there they are meeting together mm. under God. Any thoughts here? Absolutely. And, you know, God's word itself tells us that it's a two-edged sword and it's able to actually pierce the minds and hearts of those who read it and, the, and who hear it. Um, but I think what you're saying is really um, valid and I'm thinking about it as you're saying it too because there is absolutely no doubt that those those readings will have been um, passed by these different men's officers. Are you happy to read this? Is this okay? And and the the staff would have looked over it as well as I would imagine each one of those men would have looked over it and even gone over it in their minds to make sure that they were pronouncing things correctly and that sort of thing. Um, so that you don't just get up and read in, in a situation like that when you're a leader of the nation. And so each of those times that they're reading it, then that's God's word, isn't it, going into their hearts. And so I just pray that it won't just be words and somehow those words will come back and, and really speak deeply into those people's hearts. But I think even just the um, the tradition that we have in Australia of recognising God's word, recognising its importance, we can't... We can't underestimate that. Well, uh, just an hour or so ago, too, uh, the Parliament got underway, and as they do at the start of a parliamentary session, and I think each day, they open with the Lord's Prayer, and that was the case this morning. I was listening in to that live as uh, I was driving Mm -hmm. uh, on the highway this morning, and uh, that's something, too, that sets the tone. Not every parliamentarian would have been in church, but... When those parliamentarians are in the parliament, uh, there is the start of each day with the saying of the Lord's Prayer and a very powerful thing that sets a context uh, for where we are as Australians. Hey, uh, Wendy, um, it'll be back into battle now. Uh, Both sides of the chamber and uh, divided debate over all sorts of things. Let me ask you about one of the biggest things that's coming this year. And I know that's something the Australian Christian Lobby is asking for every listener to be very attentive to, and that is the Australian Law Reform Commission inquiry into Christian schools. Uh, Give us an outline here of why this is so important. So for a while now, the ACL and also many of the Christian schools organisations have been saying to the Australian um, Christians, but also to the public, um, Christian schools are under attack. And I think um, for some, it may be uh, maybe crying wolf. Hang on a minute, we're still seeing Christian schools still operating. But I can tell you that behind the scenes, there is has been a, a real um, battle going on, and that continues. And the ALRC stands for the Australian Law Reform Commission, and the Labor government sent the Sex Discrimination Act to the Australian Law Reform Commission, the ALRC, um, so that they could look at how they could bring in religious discrimination laws and not affect um, Sex Discrimination Act, Whether how the Sex Discrimination Act would actually, um, I guess, work in parallel with the religious discrimination laws that they want to bring in. The, the, the very deeply disappointing thing is that the Australian Law Reform Commission have developed now a discussion paper, and in that discussion paper, and all... The Christian Schools Associations, the Catholic Church, the Anglican Church, um, all of the people that I talk to are deeply disappointed um, because it, despite extensive consultations that we've had, the recommendations from the ALIC provide 
no practical basis actually for the ongoing operation of authentic Christian schooling. Um, if, if it was enacted, to be honest, if the ALRC's recommendations are enacted, they, the ALRC will substitute their beliefs on gender and sexuality for instead of what we would believe would be a biblical understanding of gender and sexuality in any Christian institution. So um, at the moment, this paper is uh, the preliminary view of the ALRC. And so they have gone out and they've put out a public survey as well as they're calling for submissions. The public survey is uh, easier to do perhaps than a submission. Um, and so, But at the same time, it does call for um, quite a lot of input and so um, we're doing a few things to try and help people to participate in that in that survey, Neil, because we really see the importance of good stories about Christian schooling, Christian higher ed, um, getting to in, as, to be part of this discussion. Wendy, interesting, isn't it? Uh, because when something is referred to the law reform commissions, whether that's federal or state. Oftentimes it's because there is something very contentious, very controversial, Mm -hmm. and governments tend to uh, handball these things to a law reform commission so that they can navigate a way forward uh, to be able to do what they have intention to do. Now, uh, interestingly here, and for listeners, and I hope listeners have caught uh, some of the things you've been sharing there, but there is some pause for thought here as a major warning comes uh, that uh, what may come as an eventual uh, uh, outcome of the Law Reform Commission's reports could be literally an end to Christian schooling in Australia as we know it. Is that too much of a, uh, you know, are we drawing too long a bow to suggest that is the case? No, you're not at all. And, and it's not just um, ACL or Vision Christian Radio who are saying this. Um, if you talk to the um, heads of the Christian schools, but also, uh, you know, uh, just recently I was um, in a conversation with the uh, the Catholic organisations and the there's the National um, Catholic Education, the executive director there, her name is Jacinta Collins, and she, she has put a really good media release out, but she spoke and she said, you know, that these reforms don't provide any protection for religious schools to effectively operate. Certainly will not allow them to teach according to our religious beliefs and ethos. And so um, the Catholic schools in many cases, and even I mean, in the Northern Territory, they've been talking about pulling out of schooling altogether um, because they, they, the changes that are being uh, suggested will actually disallow religious schools and higher education, religious higher education, to, um, to teach their religious beliefs they would then be um, under a different uh, legislative process that would see them being in trouble for, yeah, I mean, certainly avoid Romans, for instance, Um, but, yeah, to even um, run the school according to their ethos, they would be in big, big trouble. So, you know, some of the organisations are... um, are deciding whether or not they will actually boycott the process. It is so bad that it's hard to see any good um, outcome coming. But we, we do believe that it's important for parents and students of schools, but also the general public, to participate in this because religious freedom is not just good for uh, people who claim to be religious. Religious freedom is important for our nation, one of the, the pillars of our of our nation, and so 
we are really encouraging people. It will be difficult to change the views of the AIC, but if enough people um, take part in this in this survey and the submission, then the government, um, we would hope that the government would have to listen. Well, I think listeners will know what you are saying. Uh, freedoms depend on religious freedom because if you haven't got freedom to believe a certain way, uh, you haven't got any of the other freedoms that we also do take for granted. And, and I find myself coming back to this, Wendy, and uh, worthy of repetition, I think, uh, because Christian schools don't just teach their own thing either. They're not having a vote by the parents and uh, and, uh, and, and community organisations as to what they teach. They teach what the church tells them they should teach. They teach a morality that's based on the Bible. So if you've got governments that are trampling over what Christian schools can teach, they trample over what the church teaches. And so therefore you've got this incursion of governments trying to control the church. Uh, This is an interesting thing around belief here, but uh, any thoughts further on that? People talk so much about the separation of church and state and and the, the whole point of separation of church and state was that the state should not be able to interfere in people's um, lives in, in what they believe. And this is a real incursion in that. You know, you spoke also about the need for religious freedom. It is is a basic tenet of um, international law that uh, that freedom of religion is so important and we look at the countries around the world that do not have religious freedom and um, we understand why many people in those countries would want to come to a nation like ours where we have valued religious freedom. The the interesting thing about the ALRC is that they they are claiming that they are um, abiding by international law when we, if you remember the very initial um, the, the very initial sort of inquiry in this was done by the Ruddick Review straight after the vote happened for same-sex marriage. And in Ruddick's review, he also relied on international law and it came to exactly the opposite view of what we find in this report. The weight of international law is not on the ALRC side on this and yet they are claiming that high ground. Now, some will be saying, how do I get a deeper conversation about this? How will I understand this more deeply? How can I take this to my own school community? How can I take this to my church community? You've got a couple of webinars that are coming up, 15th and 16th of February. What sort of things are going to be discussed in those webinars, Wendy? Yes, so we're going to have, um, I'm going to run those webinars and they'll be uh, in the evening so that everybody, hopefully people can join one or the other. They will be a repeat, so it's not, it's, you don't have to come to both, it's just one or the other. Um, and I will be accompanied also by our legal counsel, Christopher Broyer, who will be able to help people um, answer legal questions. But I'm intending that night just to go through very simply the actual survey that is put out um, for people to, to have a say. Um, because the survey, at the beginning of the survey, it says this will take you 10 to 15 minutes. Well, you know... It's, you've got to think about it as you do it. So I think um, it, it will be helpful to, for somebody like myself to be able to just walk people through it, not to cut and paste, to put things into your own words, definitely, but let's go through it together and just decide, okay, wh- what is the important, um, what, what is this question actually asking 
and what are the important things to bring out. And so um, I'll be open. We'll have question and answer. Um, we'll do. We'll go through it slowly, but not too slowly either. Um, and I intend for those Zoom meetings to be at about an hour um, in length. And uh, yeah, if you, I mean, if you came to both, you'd certainly get um, more opportunity to ask questions as well. But those um, those links will be on our website, but also in any emails that we get. But I'm sure they can get it from you as well, Neil. But I really do encourage people join those Zoom meetings just to find out exactly what this is all about. Well, the ACL website, acl.org.au, to find out how you can be a part of those webinars. 15th of February, that's a Wednesday, and on Thursday the 16th of February in the evening, you'll be able to participate, you'll be able to register, get the details at the ACL website, acl.org.au. And as we'll sometimes say, Christian schools, it's one of the biggest and best stories we tell about our Christian heritage in Australia. 40% Mm. of all schools are Christian independent schools. Uh, it just doesn't happen like that, I don't think, anywhere else in the world. It's a, one of the wonderful foundations that's in place. And so if it's under attack, somehow or other, uh, we've got to be able to defend those Christian schools. Uh, Wendy, just one more point on this issue. Um, we only have until the 24th of February uh, to further demonstrate just how important and valued Christian schooling is. Uh, thoughts around some urgency here? Yeah, correct. They've they've really put in very tight timelines. So the um, public survey and the submissions have been invited, but they're with a closing date of 24 Feb. And so this is why we're going to have these Zooms on the 15th and the 16th. Um, but certainly then the ALRC will be, they're required to report back to the Attorney General by the 21st of April. Um, so they will have a couple of months to develop what they want to suggest to the Attorney General so it's really important that we get in there and have our say um, and then we, we go straight to the straight to the AG after that <laughs> uh, Well Wendy there's lots of other issues we could talk about and uh, let's keep it at that one uh, for today's update we might get some more updates on some other big issues as they begin to uh, really snowball in their value Uh, this coming year and the parliamentary year has started it's off to a start our parliamentarians are back and they are doing battle with one another part of that battle will no doubt be around ideological positions on so many issues that are actually so important for the future of our nation Uh, let me point listeners to the australian christian lobby website acl.org.au register for those webinars and check out the resources you can find there Uh, no doubt you might be interested too in the New South Wales state election that's coming up the end of next month Uh, there's going to be a special website that's set up there so that you can actually get a Christian understanding of not only the policies but also insights into the candidates who will be standing as well acl.org.au Wendy Francis Thanks so much for an update once again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil, very much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.